0: Hello and welcome to Wake Up, Take a Minute with Andrea Holman. I hope you are ready to have a wonderful time today learning about my ministry and others who are encouraging you to grow and show love. In a world of noise, it's hard to know who to listen to and who to tune out. Thank you for your bold choice today listening to Wake Up, Take a Minute. Good morning and thank you for joining me no matter where you are at in the world. This is Andrea Holman with Wake Up, Take a Minute podcast. Today's episode is called, Marshmallow Sin. Now, I know that's a funny title, but it happened to come to me this week when my son asked me to purchase him something at the grocery store that I thought was rather unusual. First, let's look at what the definition of marshmallow is. When I go to Google, my favorite dictionary service, it says, a soft, chewy confection made with sugar and gelatin. Well, that sounds good. And when I look at the definition for sin, it says an immoral act considered to be a transgression against divine law that pretty much sums that up if you're like me i love to eat i don't love so much to cook but i do love to eat and i have not spent a lot of time in the kitchen baking specifically i have never really experienced this marshmallow phenomenon that you use in the kitchen. My son, however, ran across this very interesting concept. He trains as a weightlifter and wrestler, so they are always looking for different snacks and different ways to put on a little weight while it tastes good at the same time. His friends told him about this little white, fluffy, heavenly tasting thing called marshmallow fluff. I myself was highly skeptical, I must say. However, when we got it home, Austin opened it up and said that you could use this on part of your sandwich and put something else on the other side, or you could use it with fruit. There's a lot of different things you could use this with. So I said, okay, let me taste this and see what the big deal is. I ran my finger through it, and it wasn't quite like icing you put on a cake, but it was very creamy. And when I tasted it, I could not believe how good it was. It was really good. So then I had to tell Brooklyn to come over and get a taste. And the next thing you know, we were all taste testing the marshmallow fluff directly out of the can. Needless to say, it was a big hit. Oddly enough, the more I thought about this marshmallow fluff and the consistency of it and how it tasted just a little bit different than the actual marshmallows itself when you get it out of a bag and eat it, or if you squish it in between two graham crackers and put chocolate on it and make it into a delightful s'mores dessert. They all had the great taste in common, but the consistency was a little bit different, even though it was made up of the same properties. And for some reason, this actually made me think of sin and the consistency of sin. When you think about the definition that we discussed, sin is a transgression against divine law. Used as a verb, it's to commit a sin something that brings shame to someone. I mean, if you think of sin, what has been defined as sin previously for you, lying, cheating, stealing, making false witness against someone, gossiping about others, being intentionally mean to someone, and yes, the Ten Commandments. There are a lot of things that go along with sin, things that are big enough that immediately when they happen, we know they are sinful. But there's also these other little sins that have snuck into the fabric of our daily lives. You know the ones I'm talking about. The small ones that you say to spare someone's feelings being hurt. The things that you don't tell fully that happened. Sort of like a half-truth that you feel is okay to kind of keep hidden. Or, you know, there's always that question of, does this outfit look good on me? When our husbands feel like we are totally setting them up for failure, either way they answer the question. And we certainly hope they're telling us the truth when they say yes, honey, you look wonderful in that outfit. Sometimes I can tell by my husband's slight look to the left (laughs) that he may not be telling me the full truth. (laughs) So I will reassess my outfit sometimes. However, those moments do exist in our lives and they have probably become such a regular part of our life that we don't even count them as sin anymore because they are part of the consistency of how we function in our everyday life hey y'all this is andrea holman if you would like to learn more about me my upcoming music releases speaking events songwriting or podcast that's happening now please go on over to my website at andreaholman.com or you can visit my Facebook at officialandreaholman. There you can get all the latest and greatest. I have to tell you, when I first tasted that marshmallow fluff, it was so delicious. And it was creamy and soft. It was so good. The consistency of it was just incredible. But I could see that if I would have eaten... That whole container? It would have made me so sick. I mean, sure, I would have enjoyed it while I was eating it, at least for the majority of the time. I'm positive of that. But, eventually, it would have made me completely sick eating all that sweetness. I mean, I have heard that old saying that you can never get too much of a good thing. But, I think in some cases, that's just not very true. Sin can be very tricky. It can be very tempting and Sexy. Exciting. There is a lot of deviousness to sin. It can be fun in the beginning. That's what sin has going for it. It's exciting. You think it's thrilling that you're going to get away with something that maybe someone won't ever find out about. However, over time, that sin can take you further and further into somewhere you never intended to go. And then you realize that you're stuck. You're in a place that you're not sure you can ever get out of. And that's exactly where sin wants you to believe you must stay stuck with no way out. However, that's not true. Sin is fun for a little while, but sin always catches up with you in the end. And there's always a price to pay. You know, I did a look up also in the Bible for the definition of sin because I certainly like to do that where I show both sides of the words that I am sharing with you. The definition of sin one from our Google definitions and I also like to bring up the biblical aspect and there are many different areas that you could go to to actually look up the descriptions of sin in the Bible however I'm going to try to keep it very straightforward. In John 1 of the Bible. It talks about whosoever committeth sin transgresseth also the law. For sin is the transgression of the law. And just so you understand transgression, transgression is an act that goes against the law. So basically any act that goes against God's law from a biblical standpoint is a transgression against his law. It's a sin. You have gone against what he has asked us to do. So as I look into one of the most famous Bible verses talking about sin, it's Romans 6, 23. The wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Jesus Christ our Lord. I learned that verse when I was very young, and it's a verse that I have always known. That along with John 3, 16, which states, For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. How do we move away from a life of sin? We first recognize that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. He is our only way to God because he paid the price for all of our sins, even the ones you've made today. And for anyone who wants to split hairs about what is sinful and what is not, because there are some things that are left out of the Bible. It doesn't list every single action. It lists the big ones. You should not have any other gods before me. You should not kill. You should not commit adultery. You should not make idols. Keep the Sabbath day holy. Thou shalt not covet. Boy, that's a good one in today's society. Everything on social media going around. Don't ever covet something someone else has. Maybe it's just not meant for you. And maybe it brings them more pain than they act as if it does. And maybe it is for you one day, and God will deliver it to you. But don't covet someone else's life. Live your own, claim it, and move on. Believe me, what they may be hiding behind the scenes, you may not want to be a part of. Here's a good gauge that I found on gotquestions.com. This gives you biblical answers to the questions you have. I thought this was very keen. A good test for sin is to determine whether we can honestly, in good conscience, ask God to bless and use the particular activity for his own good purposes. So, if it's pleasing to him, then it's not sinful. If it's unpleasing to him, it's sinful. Here's just food for thought. It doesn't matter the consistency of the sin. Sin is sin. Whether you have good intention behind it or not, God knows the difference. Just because one sin may have a fluffy consistency versus one that is solid doesn't mean that one sin is less than the other. If it's not pleasing to God, the consistency of the sin does not matter. It is still a sin, even if it's a marshmallow sin that we have wrapped into the fabric of our everyday life. It's our job to identify them and give those sins over to God. I want to share with you today that I have a dear sweet friend who is near the end of her time with us here on earth. She is transcending into her next life with God and it is a sad and joyous time for all of those who love her because they know they will see her again one day. When I woke up and heard the news, a song came to mind and it just immediately, it just immediately overtook me. And I started singing it over and over again. And I've been singing it now for a few days. I want to share this song with you at this time. And I hope that it touches your heart in some way. For anyone who has not experienced that quiet moment with God working on their heart to create a relationship with them, I encourage you to reach out to me. I would most happily answer any questions you have or reach out to a local church. Sometimes it's easier to talk to people we don't know than to talk to people we do know because we're afraid we're going to be judged. But at the end of the day, the most important thing is that you understand that God wants to have a relationship with you and He is waiting for you to respond to His call on your heart. I'll play the song in a moment. I just want to say thank you for joining me. I hope you have a great, safe week. Stay healthy, and as always, be you, because I am taken. Here's the song I would like you to listen to today. It's by Elevation, Oh, Come to the Altar. I do not own the copyrights to this song. Hello, this is Andrea Holman. You're listening to Wake Up Take a Minute podcast. I wanted to share with you my mission today. My mission is to help others be authentic and grow, to find their wake up take a minute moment and step out into their purpose. Remember, be you. I'm taken. This episode is sponsored by In His Hands Promotions and Ministries, helping others share their gifts and God's message of love. You can contact them at info.inhishands at gmail.com.